Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello and welcome to the Browns Blitz. Today is Wednesday, August 16th. This is episode number 211. I'm your host, Rod Bloom. Joining me today is my brother, Jeff. Hey, Jeff, how are things going? Going good, Rod. How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. Um, didn't get a lot of sleep last night, but um, I'm uh, towing the company line here just... <laughs> nice. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm excited about the show. So, uh, you know, sleep. They, I hear people saying sleep's overrated anyway. So I don't know if you guys believe that or not, but, uh, well, but yeah, it's been my, been my philosophy for years. Absolutely. So, uh, so let's bring in our guest, um, friend of the show, but man, it's been a long time. Um, we're going to bring in Joey bag of donuts, uh, follow him at Joey bag of with a V donuts and uh, three time. Um, I'm going to get this wrong, but three-time most popular or best account in Pittsburgh. And, um, God, I'm really laboring here, guys. And um, <laughs> host of the Donut Bag podcast for a long time. And uh, somebody we've had on the on the pod several times. So, uh, Joey, how are things going? Thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been a while. Good to good to be back. Absolutely. Great talking to you. So, um, you know, we, we usually talk about what we're drinking. We're going to skip that tonight because we've only got like a half hour. Unless you're drinking something you want to talk about, Joey. Nah, I'm I'm boring. My, my the, the only thing I drink is like um, Diet Cokes and stuff. That's not, nothing exciting okay. there. Yeah, I'm drinking water, and Jeff's probably doing the same thing tonight. So, so we're good. We're good. Let's move on. So, <laughs> uh, Joey, we kind of wanted to to do this kind of as a little um, kind of Steelers preview, and you know, maybe talk a little bit about the division and get your your thoughts. I mean, it's it's interesting because I'm I'm hearing a lot that. Um, 
you know, from different people, Browns fans, Bengals fans, and, and, you know, probably Steelers fans too, that, um, you know, just how stacked our division is this year. But most people, when they're putting, um, you know, other than Browns and Steelers fans, when they're putting the division in order of how they see things finishing, um, they're not putting either of our teams in the top two um, most times. You know, they're putting the Bengals and the Ravens top two and then, you know, um, flip-flop to Browns and Steelers for the other two spots. So um, let's start there. And what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's what everybody says is like, well, clearly the Bengals are going to just be awesome. And then the Ravens will be great because they're always they always do well. And then the uh, the Browns and Steelers will battle out for last place. There's one small problem with that. People are never right when they make predictions like that. So (laughs) I'm not I'm not worried about what they say. You know, I mean, it's it, it. it makes me laugh when when people predict the Steelers to be last in the division when they haven't been last in the division, I think, in like 30 some years or something like that. So I'm not I'm not uh, worried about that. But, yeah, I think I think that, I think the Bengals are going to be really good. Um, you know, they're 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 pretty stacked. The Ravens, I don't know. I They might be good. They might be. It's, you know, Every just about every team depends on their quarterback. You know, if something happens to Joe Burrow, they're screwed. If something happens to Lamar Jackson, the Ravens are screwed. But then, I mean, that's that's you know the Browns and the Steelers too. If you if your if your quarterback goes down, you're screwed. But I don't know. But the difference is Lamar Jackson seems to get hurt every year, so uh, that, yeah. that doesn't that yeah. doesn't bode well for for the Ravens. Um, but yeah, I think I think this, the Steelers um, have a potential to be pretty good you know get maybe 10 maybe 11 wins i think the browns have a potential to be really good if deshaun watson is right you know if he was like he was back in houston he could put the team on his back and 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 the, and the browns can do really well so it maybe maybe everyone is going to do really well but everybody in the division will beat each other up but still it'll it'll be a strong division either way so I, I need to jump in yeah. there, Joey, because I've Go seen ahead, some some projections of our division, you know, win loss record, like you just said, that you know everybody's going to win ten or more games, right? Um, I have a hard time believing that our division is is going to have four ten game winners. You know that, that the Browns are going to win ten or more games and finish fourth, right? Um, just mathematically speaking, right? If you if you look at the fact that we play each other twice. That's that's three losses right there. That means we've got to go like 750 against the rest of the league. You think that's possible? And and who do you think in our division is going to have the toughest time getting to 10 wins? The the only way every team makes it to 10 wins is if um they just they just all have. I mean that's that's that would be that's extremely rare. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to see what the, uh, what the, the, what the schedule is. Um, who, who do we play? Is it the AFC NFC West or something? I forget. I forget. Who, what, what other division do, do, do the AFC North play? Yeah. We, I'm we thinking, play the NFC West. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's, you know, San Francisco is very strong and, and Seattle's pretty good. The, the Rams are, are, um, pretty weak and, uh, and the, and the car and Arizona is pretty weak. So, I mean, there's, you possibly might go two and two there. Yeah. It's going to mm-hmm. be, 
it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to, for every team to get 10 wins. But yeah, I think they're all going to beat each other up. And like you said, that there's three. If, if you go one and one against all of your division throws, that's that, that's three and three right there. There's three losses right there. And you got to go, um, what, seven and, and four the rest of the way. So it's it's possible. And and I think overall the AFC North uh, schedules are pretty weak, so it's possible. But uh, assuming that every team is gonna is gonna be strong in in the AFC North, that's I mean that 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 would be nice, but that's that's pretty unlikely. Yeah. So uh, so Joey, a lot of people are, you know, everybody's always optimistic in Cleveland, but everybody's kind of concerned about the beginning of the schedule because the Browns have three. Uh, three division games in the first um, out of the first four <laughs> division games to play. Uh, you know, start out with they go uh, Bengals, Steelers, Titans, Ravens. You know, three out of the first four games are division games, um, and then they play the 49ers. It's like, okay, thanks guys, um, great schedule. So I, I pulled up the Steelers' first five games, and Steelers go uh, 49ers, Browns, um, Raiders, Texans, Ravens. So you still have two division games um, and and the game against 49ers also. But you get the Raiders and Texans where the Browns have the, the Titans, um, you know, in that extra division game. So doesn't maybe sound quite as daunting. daunting. I, I don't know. Um, I was kind of wondering what your thought was at, at based, you know, based on the beginning of the schedule. I mean, you'd probably rather not face the 49ers early, but maybe it doesn't matter when you face them. Um pretty good team. Um, yeah, the 49ers are good, but uh, I think if you're want to face them, you want to face them early. So, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. the, the, yeah, the Browns get them in week five. The Steelers get them mm-hmm. in week one. Um, I am of the opinion that they have a quarterback problem. I have, a, I think that Brock Purdy is, um, I think he's Cinderella. And, and he's going to uh, the the pump the the uh, the, min, the clock's going to strike midnight. He's going to turn into a pumpkin. I just don't believe yeah, he's, he's struggled so far this year in camp. Yeah, I mean the dude had um, what elbow surgery. I mean that's you know that's mm-hmm. that's something that could put you out for like a year or something. And you know right. so he's it looks like he's coming back early from that. And I just I just don't. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's a, he he might be good in that system and he might be smart, but. I just don't – the dude that, that got picked very, the very last in the draft, the, the, that means every team passed on you several times. And it's, just, and it's, a, it's a league starved for quarterbacks. So something something's up there. It's a great um, story. I mean, yeah, it's oh, a great it's, story. It's, it's a great story, and he, and, and he played I – mean, he did play really well last year, he, but he I did. think – I think they're going to figure him out and, and plus his injury. I think getting him early is good. So yeah, the Steelers play the 49ers. Then they play their home to the Browns on Monday night. Um, that's, that's, that's a very big advantage for the Steelers. Uh, I think, I think if the game was in Cleveland, it would probably be for the Browns, but I think, uh, I think I think that game is going to go uh, well for the Steelers. The Raiders, the Raiders are not that good, and the Texans are terrible. So, and then they, yeah, and then they have the um, Ravens at home, uh, uh, week five. So for the Steelers, it's it's pretty favorable. They get you know yeah they get the division um, games, but they get them at home. But yeah, Cleveland, oh my goodness, yeah, home to the Bengals at the Steelers. 
home to the Titans, which the Titans, I don't, I don't think are going to be all that good. And then home to the Ravens yeah. and then home to the, the your, your only thing is at least you have home games, but still that is, that is a tough first uh, part of the schedule for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the difference here, Jeff. See, we can look at our beginning schedules and, and Joey looks at his schedule and sees five and zero. Oh. You know, and, and right. we see we see like <laughs> one, and one and four. <laughs> we see one and four. Yeah. 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 That has something um, to do with the history of our two franchises, I think. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, they won't be that good then. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, so uh, so um you're talking about Brock Purdy. So uh, um Kenny Pickett is a big uh big target, you know, for uh for other teams fans to pick on. So let's uh let's talk a little bit about your thoughts on him. Um seen seen some interesting rankings of quarterbacks in the AFC North and it's really fired up some Cleveland fans when uh when they're when the rankings have come out and Kenny Pickett's been ranked ab- above Deshaun Watson. But I mean they're ranking it based on you know play last year and I, I don't really care at this point so just kind of wondered your thoughts on Kenny Pickett how comfortable you are with him going forward Joey I have never seen um a a difference between the opinions of a quarterback than of of Kenny Kenny Pickett anybody that's not a Steelers fan any anyone outside Pittsburgh thinks that Kenny Pickett's terrible they look at his numbers last year and they were bad because he's a rookie and they think, oh, my goodness, he's going to be terrible. He was taken um, in late in the first round. Uh, you know, he's he's he can't be any good. And anybody in Pittsburgh thinks that he's basically not the next coming of Ben Roethlisberger or, you know, the, the next Tom Brady or anything like that. But they think he is going to be a good, solid quarterback, you know, so, you know, maybe someone. Mm-hmm. You know, may, uh, not top ten, but maybe you know, just you know, the top half of the of of the league. You know, they just they, they don't think he's gonna put the team on his back. They think he's just going to be good enough to uh to to manage the offense and you know help you know with a you know combine that with a strong defense and and you know that's how they're gonna win. They're not gonna blow out anybody out. They're just gonna win close games. So uh, so far he has in, in this year he's looked really good. Um, he looks, you know, a hundred percent better than last year because he was just a, a rookie trying to figure it out. And now he seems to be, uh, you know, more knowledgeable and more comfortable and things like that. So, uh, but yeah, the, basically the entire Steelers season rests on how Kenny Pickett does. So, uh, you know, so far so good. Uh, you know, he has, you know, he, he doesn't have the highest ceiling, but he does, he, he still, he still can do pretty well. I, 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 the comparison I keep seeing with him is, uh, Kirk Cousins and there's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's, you know, he's a, he's a pretty good quarterback, yeah. not, you know, not, mm-hmm. uh, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes stuff, yeah. but you know, he's it's won it's, some it, games. It's still yeah. good. Yeah. 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 So, so Joey, let me jump in. Um, you know, we, we tried like, 24 times to find just a, a good serviceable quarterback, you know, unsuccessfully. <laughs> so again, the difference in the two franchises, but um, I'm just wondering how, how much leash will the Steelers organization and the Steelers fan base give Kenny Pickett? You like, like if he doesn't do well. Yeah. I mean, how yeah, long that's... does it take to, for them to turn on him? Um, if he does not do well, 
I think he's okay for this year because uh, I don't know how it is in Cleveland, but in um, it's always been the case in Pittsburgh that the offensive coordinator is the um, a least popular person in the city and also the dumbest person in the city. Everybody thinks. Every Steelers fan thinks that they know can run the the Steelers offense and call plays better than the Steelers offensive coordinator. Right. So, so it's not um, the QB's fault. Yeah. Kevin Stefanski's no. the dumbest guy in Cleveland, too. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stefanski's an idiot. Uh, what is he doing? Right. Um uh yeah, so so that is and, and, and it's see here's here's the thing. So it's for the third year it's this guy, Matt Canada, and he really was hasn't been um proven in the NFL. He was a little bit successful in co- as a college offensive coordinator. So his first year, um, uh, two years ago, that was Ben Roethlisberger's last year. And his offense depends on a mobile quarterback. And, and Ben Roethlisberger was basically a, a corpse by the end of his, his career. So, uh, you know, so that was that was his excuse, you know, two years ago. It's like, why? Why the offense didn't do well? Also, the you know, the offensive line stunk. The excuse last year was, well, you have a rookie quarterback that doesn't know what he's doing. So that's and, and we have to, you know, dumb down the offense and stuff like that. So that was the excuse last year why the offense didn't do well. So this year, if the offense doesn't do well, it's like okay what's your excuse this time bro it's like it's like we're so just so tired of it and and that's what people are saying is like it's, it's one of the big weaknesses on the team is the offense coordinator just doesn't know what the heck he's doing so if Kenny Pickett does falter if he does do poorly it won't look it won't look good on him but Mostly it'll be on people will seriously blame the offensive coordinator and say, okay, it's all his fault. Get him out of here. Um, we'll hope for better next year. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, definitely. So it's, it's not like it is in Cleveland because, you know, in Cleveland, Dorian Thompson Robinson goes out and plays a couple of good quarters and, and, um, you got people lobbying to, to have him be the starter. You know, he looks good. Yeah, he <laughs> looks good, but he's playing, you know, he's still he's playing <laughs> preseason against third and fourth team. Right, so, right. So we're excited to have him be, you know, the backup. But, um, yeah, you kind of get this contract with Deshaun Watson. And, you know, maybe we need to see Dorian Thompson Robinson an actual game before we decide things like this. Right. You, you so, guys haven't started the statue of him yet? Not yet. I mean, the DTR I mean, statue. I think they've drawn no, it up. I mean, yeah, yeah, but I mean, Canton's not far away, so you know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, they're they're, they're fitting his gold his jacket right now. Soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, Joey, let's talk a little bit about the comings and goings on on the Steelers team. Um, so, uh, I got a list here. You, you're going to know which guys are going to really make an impact out of these guys, though, or who you're expecting to. Um, you know, Allen Robinson. A wide receiver i assume you're looking for uh you know hopefully a big season out of him um uh keanu neal um and then a bunch of uh bunch of linemen and a bunch of uh defensive guys because you lost a ton of defensive players really uh chris wormley off the line and then um it looks like all of your linebackers and half your cornerbacks and <laughs> and uh, yes. one, of your, one of your safeties. So this is going to be like, uh, like, uh, I mean, really the the middle and back end of your 
defense is going to be rebuilt, revamped. Yeah. So yeah. Um, a, lot, a lot of changes. Um, yeah. Um, Allen Robinson, they're ex- they're expecting a lot of things. He is basically the slot wide receiver, at least um, they're they're hoping he is. Uh, so he brings that veteran presence. Uh, they have you know pretty young wide receivers, so he brings that veteran presence. So they're they're hoping for a lot for him. Um, basically, the, they've tried to revamp the offensive and defensive lines and basically emphasize that they're basically taking the Philadelphia Eagles model. Because they have, uh, um, they they got one of the uh, executives from uh, the Eagles, uh, Andy Weidel, and he, um, they they're emphasizing um, depth on the offensive line, better offensive line. Their first round draft pick was uh, Broderick Jones, uh, the left tackle from Georgia. Um, they brought in um, Isaac Samalu, who is from uh, Philadelphia, as their left guard. So. Um, and, and yeah, a lot of a lot, a lot of depth on the offensive line and on the defensive line. Yeah, lots of changes. Uh, uh, yeah, TJ Watt, Cameron Hamer, um, uh, Larry Ogunjobi, they're still there. Um, Alex Highsmith is still there uh, at linebacker. But yeah, the basically the secondary and the middle uh, linebackers are all different. Uh, they they uh, they're. It was kind of a first round pick, but not really um, Joey Porter Jr., the cornerback from Penn State. He was a 32nd overall pick, and they, they he's probably going to start at one of the cornerback spots. Um, yeah, they got a new uh, safety. We'll see who that is. It could be that Keanu Neal. It, it could be uh, it could be someone else. It could be a Demonte KZ. But yeah, the inside linebacker is completely different. Uh, Cole Holcomb they got from Washington. Landon Roberts, I think he, he was uh, with uh, the Dolphins last year. Um uh, they got a uh, Quan Alexander from uh, from the Jets. Uh, so yeah, a lot of change. And the defensive line, they they also tried to make a strength. Uh, their second round pick was uh, Keanu Benton, who's a, who's a nose tackle. He might be starting. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of changes on the defense. So we'll see how that all mm-hmm. works out. We'll see. You know, it's 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 you usually at first it's not a good thing when there's a lot of changes. You, you know, everybody has to get used to each other and stuff. So maybe the defense will be a little bit shaky uh, in the beginning. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. Um, it, it's a lot more change than than you're probably probably used to seeing. I would yeah. think that team. Yeah. So. So yeah, I I know Jeff. Uh, Jeff loves watching the NFL draft and and just saying kind of damn it every time the Steelers pick. <laughs> um, pretty much. So, um, I think you guys drafted pretty well this year. Um, Got a pretty good, uh, pretty good grade. So, I mean, and the Browns didn't pick until pretty late. So it's hard to even compare, you know, drafts because the Browns just, you know, they don't, they just don't like to have high picks. Yeah, the Steelers, but the Steelers, Steelers always seem to find players that, that fit their system really well. Yeah, yeah, they they seem to that fit their system. And to seem to have this like amazing motor that you know that 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 they're like you know th- their their entire life is just uh playing football or whatever. So it's uh yeah yes yeah it's 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 fun how to say that. But yeah, I mean you you guys got some 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 guys too. Um, Elijah Moore, I think that's that's a great pickup. And uh, and Zadarius Smith, I thought that was a really good pickup for you guys too. 
Yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean, um, and Jeff and I are going to talk a little bit about the uh, about the rookies, but um, the Browns grabbed some guys with some size too. So um, a little further down the board, but uh, yeah, um, could see some interesting sets out there. Um, yeah, I don't know if you've seen Dewan Jones out there yet, but uh, yeah, he's he's looking like he's like he could be playing on the offensive line, you know, before, you know, sooner rather than later. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, obviously, he's not going to displace most of the guys that are out there, but he's pretty much uh, um, looking like a, a steal at this point. So is he a big is he a big dude? Um, what is he, Jeff? Six eight three seventy. Oh my god! Oh yeah, he, I heard he about him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's, can, he yeah. can dunk a basketball. Oh my and, goodness! Yeah, and there, you know, and you just you watch a replay of him standing next to the guard who's like, you know, six three three fifteen, and and the guy who's three fifteen looks like a little kid next to him. <laughs> it's hilarious. <That's> funny. <laughs> so so yeah. Um, it should be fun. Should be a lot of fun. But uh, uh, Joey, we know you've got to run. So um, so uh, let let's get your info out there. Everybody can follow you at Joey Bag of Donuts on Twitter, and That's right. everybody can check out the donut bag. And you you have a separate Twitter account for that, right? It's at uh, the yeah, bag. yeah, that's just um, at the donut bag. Yeah. Um, yeah. Basically, wherever you find podcasts, that's that's where it is. And I'll talk. Uh, I talk Steelers every week. If you want to, you know, make yourself sick or something like that. All you Browns people. <laughs> Some people just like to hear football podcasts. And and uh, you used to talk other sports on there. You talked. Talk I do. Other I, I, pretty much I, all talk ho- I talk hockey. Also, um, I also do. Uh, TV shows. Um, I, I, I took a, uh, I, I'll take a TV show, um, and rank, watch every episode and rank all the episodes. I did that with The Office and I did that with Seinfeld. Uh, and it's oh, a lot yeah. of work, but it's also, it's a, it's a lot of fun. But uh, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to do, I'm going to do Cheers next. Cool. Wow. Yeah. Je- Jeff might want to be in on that one. Yeah. Um, Goals. Was, yeah. Great show. Excellent. Yeah. So, hey, great talking to you. And we um we might need to catch back up with you before that Steelers game coming up. You know, it's it's so, only in a few weeks, but things like everything might change in those few weeks. So. They, you never know. You never know. Maybe we can do it. Maybe we can do just a little segment. So so yeah. we appreciate you coming on, Joey. Oh, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks, Joey. All right. Take care. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. So, uh, so Jeff, interesting thoughts. Um, just a, a really uh, a different perspective. And Joey, Joey's a great guy. Um, love talking to him. We've had some uh, we've had some podcasts in the past with Joey where where we just uh, just had some fun, played some games and stuff like that on the show. And uh, 
had a lot of fun, but um, the difference in fandom is uh, is striking. You know, it is. Yeah, it's 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 a little bit easier to to be a fan of the Steelers. It's just you know doesn't require quite as much um, emotional buy-in, I don't think, <laughs> because oh yeah, they win a lot. You know, it's it's just not as hard. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, well, yeah, I'm not worried about him finishing last. I never finished last. Right. <laughs> not, done even, not even in the realm of possibility. Yeah. Not even, you know, even if all the other three teams are, are stacked, totally right. stacked. Oh, right. yeah, they'll figure it out. They'll, they'll still win 10, 11 games. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he could be right, you know. To be, to be that um, confident would be would be a, a Browns dream, a Brown fan dream come true. I don't yeah. know. We're, we're not there quite yet, so right. Um, maybe someday, maybe someday. So <laughs> <laughs> we're more, so Jeff, more glass half empty people. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, you know, we want to be the other way, but um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. we've we've been stung a few times, um, right. you right. know. So so yeah, so uh, the Browns been um, practicing um, with the Eagles this week and uh sounds like things have been a little spirited yeah. <laughs> to put it mildly um some I, I stuff going the, back the, and forth the takeaway was that um you know last year practicing with the eagles we really got pushed around and this year we didn't this year we mm-hmm. were doing some of the pushing so yeah and they probably didn't like it that's well i mean yeah they're that's a mentality thing i think as much as it is as it is a talent thing mm-hmm. um that you know some of these guys have a chip on their shoulder now they know how talented this team is and how good it should be um and they shouldn't be scared of anybody and that that goes to you know a lot of joey's comments no i just i don't think the steelers are scared of anybody you know they're gonna they're gonna face a a, a San Francisco team week one that, that was 13 and four last year. And, you know, they're, they're convinced that they're going to beat them. <laughs> mm-hmm. their, their defense needs to come together. They've got a second year quarterback. They've got tons of question marks up and down the roster, but they're going to beat a 13 and four team in week one because we're catching them early. <laughs> and our, our right. guys mm-hmm. need more of that mentality. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll we'll know pretty early if they if they have it in this bunch, you know. Um, they certainly, based on you know what's happening with these with these scrimmages against the Eagles, you know, um, seems to be some things changing. But uh, but yeah, you need more than just that. You know, you need yeah. you need the results in the games. Um, yeah, you, you need know, something to really base that on, right? You, you need talent. You need swagger. You need you know, you need it to actually produce for you on the field so you can kind of back it up. It's not just all talk. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I saw uh, Joel Batonio was talking about um, about some cheap shots being put on Deshaun Watson. And I think that was part of the stuff going back and forth. Um, I mean, Batonio is not going to say stuff unless it's happening i don't think you know he's a pretty respected guy um i think it's just uh 
you know, maybe the, this team is setting up to where they're, you know, hopefully not going to take crap from anybody this year, not going to lay down for people, you know, and if that's going to be the mentality, I think it'll, hopefully it'll serve them well. I mean, you know, again, it doesn't mean they're going to win every game, but um, they're going to be more fun to watch, yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. Um, well, there's I, always, go ahead. I've seen more professionalism as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just penalties for, for example, um, you know, we've had a lot fewer penalties the first couple preseason games than in the past. Um, you know, just the way guys are carrying themselves and, and, and conducting interviews and so forth. Um, it just seems like that, that corporate CEO um, example that, that Kevin Stefanski is setting is starting to filter through to the players, you know, Hey, mm-hmm. we're a professional organization. We need to act like it. We need to, conduct ourselves appropriately and you know good things will come and um i guess that's that's what you need to keep seeing going forward that you know we we don't have the drama we don't have the individuals um you know just keep doing your job and you know the league will start to respect you as a result right the you won't get a lot we've talked a lot in the past about some of the penalties that this team incurs just because they do dumb things, you know, and if, if, if you don't, and the league starts to recognize that and you start to see that, Hey, this organization is different now is run better. Um, and guys are playing at a higher level. You start to get the benefit of the doubt a few times, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Um, yeah, it's something the Browns haven't gotten, and and I think I think you're I think you're you're right on you're right on with that. Um, yeah, just being professional and and not committing the stupid penalties is is going to give you a better shot at not getting called for the little ticky tack stuff. Right. You know, yeah. Along with just setting you up uh, to be in a better spot to win, anyways. Right. <laughs> Regardless of penalties. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I guess uh, apparently the uh, starters or most starters or all starters are, are not going to play tomorrow. Um, I don't think that's a surprise. Same for the Eagles. Uh, starters got their work in through the week, so uh, it's fine with me. Yep. Don't we don't need uh, don't need anybody getting hurt at this point. So yep. uh, so DTR gets the start. Um, don't think uh, is he? Did he start either of the other games? I'm trying to think. Uh, no, 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 because Mon started the first game. Yeah, right. Mon started the first yeah. game, and Watson Dobbs started. Watts, Watson, then Dobbs. Yeah. So Watson, yeah, I think so, yeah. I think we've seen enough of of Watson in the preseason to know that um, what the offense is going to look like, mm-hmm. and you know you're you're seeing. Uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson be able to execute basically the same style of offense. And, you know, that that's encouraging that we can build some repetition into our offense and, and, and have some pace. You know, to me, that was the, the biggest difference in the second half of those two games when DTR came in was the pace changed from what either Kellen Mon or Josh Dobbs had been trying to do 
um, yeah. plays were happening faster and, 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 you know, defenses were more on their heels as a result, um, where I, I thought, you know, that wasn't really the case with, with Josh Dobbs, the first half of the game last week, um, or with Kellen Mond, the, you know, the week prior in the hall of fame game. Um, but, you know, you, you saw the offense do what I think we're going to see a lot of it doing, which is the quarterbacks outrushing the backs. You know, the, the, the five mm-hmm. quarterbacks or, or, or the four quarterbacks had 58 yards rushing in that game against the commanders. The backs had a grand total of 41 yards. <laughs> you know, yeah, well. not to say that we're going to see 40 yards from Nick Chubb, right? Because Nick Chubb is going to make a difference, right? But I think from a style yeah. standpoint, you understand why um, some point in the season because of that seamless ability to transition, you know, and run that same offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um still have to feel like Nick Chubb is, I don't know, like, like they're going to do things. I, I don't want to say they're going to do things differently, but I feel like if Nick Chubb is running well, you're going to stick with a good thing occasionally and, uh, you know, use him a little bit more. But, um, you know, if it's working in a game, you know. Yeah. Um, well, for me, in a perfect ahead. world, you know, we, we, we score a bunch of points early and then we pound Nick Chubb late in the game. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Definitely. So, um, so we're gonna see we're gonna see the backups, Jeff. So, um, yeah. Which uh, which guys are are you still watching? I mean, there have been some guys who've really made some impressions already, but um, you know, there, yeah. there's still a lot of time left. You know, and and there's not yeah. there's not a ton of spots on this roster. So no, um, yeah, very few. So, which guys, um, which guys you think are close to kind of forcing their way on? Which guys do you, which guys do you think uh, maybe felt they had a spot and are maybe missing out? Um, you know, either or. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. This 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 year is a little tricky because um, I'm not sure what they're going to do with a few guys who are hurt you know, where they're going to start the season, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, I mean, uh, Marquise Goodwin's a good example. Um, You know, Alex Wright and Isaiah Thomas, you know. Uh, Matthew Adams seems like he's back now to to good health, but that's pretty quick. I thought this was going to be a more long-term thing. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, just, just depending on who starts the season healthy, um, you know, there's a few guys that could sneak onto the roster, but right now it's sort of a a, a, a battle between um, Ronnie Hickman um, and and uh, Anthony Bell for that fourth safety spot. Um, I was talking to somebody earlier today about you know what's going to make that decision. Is it going to be um, their special teams play primarily? Right, because when you got three pretty solid safeties, how often is that fourth guy going to play? Right. So, mm-hmm. while I think Ronnie Hickman has a higher upside, 
um, as a potential, you know, like as a, a depth guy. Yeah. 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 Right. And I mean, you know, long, long term, big picture. I think, you know, you want to develop a guy like that. Right. Because um, mm-hmm. Rodney McLeod's not going to play forever. Um, and I think, you know, his ceiling is, is a lot higher. Uh, than than Anthony Bell's is, um, but Anthony Bell's a warrior on special teams, and you know that that yeah. could make it tricky for for Hickman to make the first fifty three, right? So that that's that's a really interesting battle for a number of reasons, um, and, and then the, you know the linebacker room is really still kind of a toss up because we've got so many guys coming back from injury. Um, Who's you know how's that going to settle out and and really we only know I think three names for sure right now because of health um, so there's potentially three other guys and, and for me that's a battle between right now for that that sixth linebacker spot is a battle between um, three guys uh, Tony Fields Charlie Thomas. Charlie Thomas and uh, Muhammad Diabate, and, and they've all put good things on tape. Um, so maybe, you know, that, that could be a, a, a thing to watch over these next couple of games. Who gets that sixth linebacker spot? Six spots. So you, so you have JOK, Anthony Walker, um, Taki Taki, and... Um... So I, I think Jordan Kunashik is, is probably going to make the team because of, again, special teams. Special teams. Depth. But again, yeah. you know, he, he's been cut in the past, too. So, and we don't know Taki Taki's yeah. ability. And we don't know his uh, so status. That's why I yeah. count him. So you're counting him. You're yeah. counting Matt Adams so he could start, in there, too, as special teams? If he's healthy, I think, I think he's on yeah. the team because of his special teams ability. I think that's a, a Bubba Ventrone decision that you know, he's going to get to pick a few guys to be his special teamers. And that's what he was specifically brought in for. Um, so, again, if, if he's healthy, yes, he's probably the fifth linebacker. And then the rest of those guys are, are battling for the sixth spot. If he's not, you could see a couple of those guys make the initial 53. Um, if, you know, if they mm-hmm. move a couple of those guys to, you know, some other injured list short term. I would, I would. Be surprised if Tony Fields doesn't make the team just because how he played last season and how he's looked so far this season. And I would also, you know, and and I think, uh, you know, you're the one who's been uh, been you know really pounding the drum for Diabate. Um, you know, you really hate to see a guy like that not stick when he shows the talent that he that he obviously has. So. Um, I think the he's linebacker going to be on the practice squad. Even, well, if he can get there, then yeah, doesn't make you know. the initial fifty-three. Yeah, he, and if he doesn't make the initial fifty-three, I mean, this is a guy that wasn't invited. Um, mm-hmm. UDFA uh, they gave him a, a two hundred fifty thousand dollars guarantee. Okay, they yeah. they see something they like in this guy, and, and the rest of the league took a pass on it. Um, right. I, I think we've seen him play enough. That we're starting to see some of those same things that Andrew Barry probably saw, um, mm-hmm. but he may be a season or two away. That's possible, but um, you know, there again, we're talking uh, guys to uh, 
when you're getting back to the fifth and sixth linebacker spot on this team, you're talking um, special teams, developmental guys. And if he can help on special teams and develop at the same time, you know, you know, if he's not, uh, if, if he can play at all on special teams, you know, if he's close to these guys who are special teams aces, if he can show yes. some ability there, you know, maybe that would be enough yep. for them to say, hey, we should keep this guy over these other guys who are good at special teams but are never going to develop into, right. you know, a starting right. linebacker. Yep, yep. So but you, you need a guy for you need, you need a linebacker who can step in in the event that somebody can't go and not have mm-hmm. a huge drop off, right? Yep. And then you need also guys at the back end of that room that can do all other things. So two, two different, really two different job descriptions. Yeah. I think Tony yeah. Fields has shown an ability to be that fourth linebacker, that, that guy who can fill in and, and, you know, there not be a big drop off. Um, I, you know, he, he serves a, a, or fills a, a, an important role with his ability to do that. And, and, I think he's sort of developing some leadership characteristics as well. So um, mm-hmm. I, I'd like to see him stick around. Um, but, you know, you want you want these rooms to get better. You want the talent to get deeper. And you want the special teams group to be more effective. You know, so that's likely where those guys are going to come from, is the linebacker room. Yeah, so, so you don't want to sacrifice, you know, a lot on special teams to keep a guy. Um, you know, he, right. he has to be able to do his job out there, yeah. but, um, yeah, that, that's why some of those, I think linebackers going to be a very tough call on some of those, but the injuries may, you know, it may decide a lot of it based on just mm-hmm. how many guys, you know, are available to keep, you know, if a bunch of those guys right. are on, you know, um, you know, if a bunch of those guys are injured, um, when right. they're, when they're making the, uh, when they're, uh, when they're going to the 53 man. Um, you know, yeah. the initial roster. Yeah. So, um, also look at wide receiver. We, we, we've talked a little bit about, um, uh, sorry to interrupt, but we've talked a little bit about Dimitri Felton. And, you know, yeah. three, four weeks ago, you, you and I didn't see any path for him to be on the roster. And uh-huh. he's played a lot in these first couple of games. And he's played in a lot of different packages, um, mm-hmm. offense and special teams. Um, you know, you have to wonder about that. And, you know, are they trying to find a roster spot for him? Um, knowing that we really are unsettled at running back still. Um, and, and the, you know, the, the kick return duties aren't, aren't really settled. So you know, is it possible that Demetri Felton makes the initial 53? I, I, I think that's getting more possible every day. I would agree. I, I think it. I think some of it depends on Jerome Ford's injury and how severe that is. I, I feel like they yeah. brought in um, who's the uh, the guy from. They actually signed the running back from um, that played with the Colts. Um, Ford Wilkins. Yeah, so that they signed him, but I have to say, I, I feel like that's just. Uh, I feel like that's a, a a body signing right now. I honestly, you know, I don't feel like that's a guy they, that they want to take into the regular season. That's just my thought. 
Um, I feel mm-hmm. like once teams make, uh, you know, once teams start cutting guys, um, I think the Browns could easily pick somebody up. And, you know, at that point, if, right. um, you know, if Jerome Ford is, is to the point where he's going to miss significant time or they think this is going to be an injury that's going to, you know, um, you know, affect him through the season and they really need somebody else, um, you know, then they, they might sign somebody else. And that that could that I mean, that, that'll have an effect on, um, you know, not only not only um, the recent signee, but it could have an effect on Demetri Felton, on John Kelly sure. and, and who knows who. Yep. So, um, yeah, I think running back is the, the spot where that is most likely to happen. Rodney. I mean, there, you know, there's always the possibility that you, you, you find another guy on the waiver wire that is better than your, you know, fourth or fifth guy. Um, so that's why we always say, you know, don't sweat the initial cut down 53, worry about the, the 53 that you go into the season with, you know, because there's always that jockeying of, of the last few players. Right. But, um, yeah. The, there's a very good chance that that the Browns add a running back after cutdowns. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. Um, I mean, I, I guess if Jerome, even if they think Jerome Ford's going to be back in a week or two, it, you know, for the second or third game of the season, they could still yeah. do that. You know, it would still make right. sense to be deeper at running yeah. back. So it seems like we're always talking about the same rooms, Jeff, but um, wide receiver. Um, I just yeah. want to go back to this because we've been throwing the same names around all the time, you know, um, you know, and with Marquise uh, Goodwin getting hurt, you know, talking about Anthony Schwartz having a chance to make it, uh, make the roster and everything. And, you know, I, I'm not going to pound on Anthony Schwartz, but is this finally the season where the Browns give give a guy a chance who who nobody was expecting to have a chance at wide receiver, and I'm talking <laughs> I'm talking about Austin Watkins, you know, and yeah. it, it's too early. It's it's been two preseason games, but if he keeps playing the way he has, do you think there's a chance to keep somebody like, or you think there's a chance to keep Austin Watkins over Jakeem Grant, and you know, and Anthony Schwartz? Yeah. Again, it depends on health, but um, you know, Austin Watkins is I think it's twenty five, and so so you know he's he's bounced around a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he has looked extremely good. Um, he looks like a, a consummate pro. Um, mm-hmm. Reminds me a, a bit of. Um, uh, uh, Higgins. Um, uh, guy, guy, we had a few years Richard ago. Higgins. Okay. Yeah. 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 So like, you know, just, just that really professional route running receiver that, you know, gets his hands on the ball and, and, you know, doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Um, I guess if, if you're not too worried about, you know, developing your young wide receivers, you probably keep a guy like that on the roster. Um, if you're, you know, if you're, if you're Pittsburgh and you're set with, you know, your first three, but you don't have a lot after that. Um, but we've got, you know, we've got three young guys that were taken in the third round, the last three drafts, um, that all bring something different and the Browns Mm -hmm. need to find out what these guys are capable of as they make 
decisions on their starting receivers over the next couple of seasons you know, mm-hmm. as, as contracts get bigger and so forth. Right. So um, yeah. I, I have a hard time believing that, that they would move on from more than one of those three. Um, I think, you know, we're, we're all pretty much at the point now where we've seen enough of Anthony Schwartz. Um, you know, yeah. it, it's just, it's just time to, give him another chance somewhere else and, you know, maybe he figures it out. Okay. But, um, the other two guys, you know, the, the questions are, you know, should, should we keep Austin Watkins over David Bell? I mean, I'm not, I'm not there. I, I, you know, I think if if you're going to keep Austin Watkins, it's because Marquise Goodwin is, isn't healthy. Um, and Austin Watkins is, you know, your next best receiver. And then he's probably yeah. here short term. Yeah, yeah. To me, to me, Austin Watkins comes into play if if Marquise Goodwin is is you know not able to not able to play, you know, not able to make the roster. Uh, then it becomes a decision between you know Jakeem Grant and somebody else, and I think that somebody else is Austin Watkins because. Um, yeah. People can project it all they want. There's no way they're cutting David Bell. Um, no. I, I don't. I no. don't understand why people even think that could possibly happen. You know, right. he he didn't even get to play that much last year. Um, there's a, there's a darn good reason why they selected this guy. He's going to be a right. good receiver. Um, we just didn't see him that much last year. It's just because of it's because of the style of play last year and the other guys that were in front of him. Um, it's just the way it worked out. It's not because the guy can't play. Right. You know, when he was out there, he was open. So I don't have any concerns about David Bell. He's, he's going to make the team. Um, you know, I, I, I'm excited about him and Cedric Tillman and Elijah Moore, you know, and I yeah. love Amari Cooper. Um, you know, um, DPJ is probably in his last season here. Um, and then, uh, you know, and I mean, that that's a nice core right there. Yeah. Anyways, you know, Most so teams would be whatever thrilled happens. With that. Yeah. So whatever happens after that is, is just fine. So, yeah. So, Jeff, any, anything else you're looking for in, um, in the game tomorrow? Uh, you know, just the, the backup guard positions to settle in. Um, there's really, there's really not a lot of other mystery, I, I think, to, to this oh, roster. Really? Um, you know, does, does Jordan Elliott do enough to, to stay on the roster? Um, mm-hmm. you know, or do one of those other guys jump ahead of him? Um, and then, yeah, just let's, let's keep, let's keep guys healthy. You know, um, I don't need to see any more of the guys that I know are, are going to make the roster at this point. Um, I want to right. see, you know, battles for these last few spots. Yeah, I'm with you. And um, when it comes time, we're, we're going to have some fun uh, projecting the roster. And, and most of it, we're not going to even have to go through. We'll just go through the, the uh, 10 right. or 15 spots that, um, that are up for grabs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if it's even that many. Yeah. It, well, yeah, or however many it is, because we can pretty yeah. much say, you know, zip, zip. Here's the uh, here's the guys on offense and defense that have jobs. 
here's the other guys we think are going to make it. So, um, yeah, right now I count six. But again, that's not knowing who's not going to be able to go week one. Yeah, yeah, and that's um, yeah, that that's what might make it a challenge. So we'll see. So yeah. yeah. All right. Well, um, you know, we we tried doing predictions on last week's show, and I think we <laughs> all was, failed miserably. Pretty, pretty embarrassing. <laughs> did Did any of us get anything right? I don't think. No, we, did. we were over for nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe we'll just wait until the regular season. You think? Um, it's, it's just so hard because you don't know who's going to play, right? Um, yeah. I mean, we yeah. we. We all picked Nick Nick Chubb to do something, and I mean Nick Chubb never saw the field. So yeah, I, I had Nick and Miles doing stuff, and neither one of them right. played. So right. So yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, I thought I was pretty smart picking those guys too. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, you would think in a normal game, but um, yeah, at this point, the, the predictions are you know really who's who's gonna who's going to make the final roster and then mm-hmm. yeah and winning and, and scoring points and all that stuff really doesn't concern me you know um i guess you know i i would have liked to seen uh Cade york have another field goal opportunity in that game mm-hmm. um just just for confidence um yeah uh, you know um that that was a situational thing that just didn't really present itself um, you know, I, I thought they, they, they really, they really teed him up for that, that whatever 47 yarder or whatever that was that he missed, um, mm-hmm. you know, thinking let's, let's just give him a chance here. Um, they needed to do the same thing again. I thought later in the game, um, wherever, you know, whatever the yardage was, um, yeah. cause he needs to get it together in the next two weeks. That he does, yeah. Um, we could talk about that, but honestly, it's it's one of the main stories, and everybody's talking about it. So everybody yeah, has their opinions, and yeah, and yeah. you know, everybody's everybody's entitled to their opinion. I mean, well, I want to see the kids succeed. You know, it's an important spot, right? I mean, it, it is. The, the, yeah. the NFL so often comes down to who makes the last field goal. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it, it, the way that the rules are set up, everything, you know, the, the drama around the game is that, you know, so many games end on a time expiring field goal. So you just right. can't say, well, we're just, we're going to go out and score touchdowns and not worry about kicking. You know, that, that, that's a dream. You can try yeah, that. It doesn't work. I'd, yeah. I'd love to be able to do that, that. Okay. But, but even in the, in the days of, of some of the best offenses the league has ever seen, they still needed kickers to win games. Okay. And, and Cade York right now um, just needs to do it on a field and there's no substitute for him being on the field and doing it. And, yeah. and you know what, if, if it, if it turns into that, you know, for whatever reason, he just can't do it. There will be other kickers out there. You know, I, I had this conversation oh, yeah. with somebody this week that, you know, well, why don't they just bring in more more camp bodies to compete with him? Well, the camp bodies you're going to compete with him are, are are not on rosters right now for a reason. And there's an awful lot of 
kickers that will get cut that are better than all those guys. Yeah, there so, are in other camps right, right. now. Yeah. So, the, so you know, cut. it's just like yeah. we were talking about, you know, cut down day. Um, there's going to be some kickers out there that, that are going to be, let's just call them league average or slightly below kickers. Okay. Well, the reason you drafted Cade York and the reason you, that you've committed to him is because his ceiling is a league dominant kicker. Okay. You're committing right. to him because his upside is dominance. He can be a yeah. game changer for you if he gets mm-hmm. his head screwed on right. Okay. Um, but kickers are kickers and, and they, you know, they're only as good as their last one, as they say. Right. So, um, we just have to hope that he hope, hope hope that he gets his act together and can start to justify his roster spot so that none of that has to happen. That's what we're hoping for. Yeah, sure. Hope it happens. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I I'm pulling for him. You know, I mean, I I feel bad for him for what he's going through. I, you know, there, there's no way in the world that he's not trying and doing everything he can to make these kicks. It's just, you know, he's just, it, it's got to be all about confidence and, and just, like you said, getting out there and making some. And, you know, it, it might only take that one certain kick that he makes to turn everything around, you know. And if that doesn't happen, you know, the Browns are going to have to move on eventually. But, uh, yeah. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Part, part of it is, I think, as as fans, we've kind of gotten spoiled by modern kickers. That, you know, now a, a field goal of close to 50 yards is, you know, we expect to be made all the time. You know? Oh, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> it didn't used to be that way, you know? I mean, no. there's a few guys in the league that have turned it into that. And yeah. everybody else is trying to catch up to them. And yeah, everybody you know, that, wants that's to, the kind of guy yeah. that you want to have. And, and uh, going going out and bringing in somebody else at this point is not going to get you that. Even if we bring no. in the best guy that gets cut in a couple of weeks, he's not going to do that for you. No, and, and that's why I, when, you know, when people say they want him to be cut now, that's that's why it's not happening. Because yeah, they, well, they want to give him every chance because of his ceiling, because it's so this, much higher than other guys. This fan base has a mentality of, of addition by subtraction. You know, yeah, that, that if true. somebody doesn't perform to the level they expect them to, we need to just be done with them. And and our, that's going to yeah. make our team better <laughs> somehow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, we, not really. we don't know how it's going to make the team better, but, but we're going to feel better about the team because that crappy guy is not it anymore. Yeah, cutting people Uh, in camp isn't isn't about penalizing people for for screwing up. It's about who are the best fifty three players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And chances are you end up uh, you know bringing in another kicker, and you know, fine, he he might make darn near every extra point. Um, You know, he might make all field goals. You know, within. You know, forty-five, Inside but thirty-five you know, yards. Yeah, he, he might he might start struggling. Anything that's you know forty-eight to to fifty-two or something like that, he might make half of them. You know, and or yes. something like that. You know, so or maybe a little longer than that. And whereas if Cade gets it right, he's going to make those routinely. So, um, so yeah, yep. I mean, I, I understand what the Browns are doing. I understand the fans' frustration right now, but. 
you know, right now it's preseason, so let, let's hope by the time the season is going that, that Cade's right and, you know, and it never affects the outcome of a game this season. And, uh, you know, everybody lives happily ever after. Da, da, da. All yep. that stuff. Yeah. I'm, so. I'm, I'm betting on that happening. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm usually wrong with my forecasts, but I don't want to think about the alternative. No, I don't either, because then you're kind of starting the kicker carousel then, you know, because you bring a guy in yeah, and then, right. then all of a sudden that guy misses uh, a 49 yard game winner. And then, you know, and then he misses an extra point in the next game. And everybody's like, this guy sucks. You know, we got to get rid of this guy. And then you're looking right. for somebody off the street, um, you know, and we're back to where we've been with kicker before. Kate so. York is in Atlanta or someplace making 55 yard field goals. Yeah, yeah, because he got it figured out one day. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like all the other kickers we've had on our roster that are kicking for other teams. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, anyways. <laughs> anyways, right. so, uh, so yeah, it's football season. And uh, um, <laughs> uh, do you want to add anything as, as a closing thought, Jeff? No. It's, that's enough for I me. Mean, let's just let's I think just pull for these guys to do well. Nobody get hurt. Yeah, yeah. we we root for our players. Um, we just you know that's uh, being a Browns fan to me is is pulling for the guys that wear the orange and brown and white and and as long as they're wearing those colors, I want to see them all do well. Um, you know, yeah. and uh, that's pretty much all there is to it. So. Exactly. Yeah. So this has been the Brown this has been the Browns Blitz. We thank you for listening and we will catch you next time.